Hey guys, this is Trevor Probant. It is the Land Investing Dirt Road to Wealth podcast. Today is July 21st. Um, sorry, I had one of those cut out on me the other day. I'm not sure exactly what happened, but wanted to uh, do a quick one on um, notes, um, owner finance, things like that. I've got another podcast. Hell, I don't number these, so I don't know what it is. It's called Paper, Paper Everywhere or something like that. And it's basically talking about... Everywhere you look, there are two assets, right? Um, so you see all these cars driving around. You've got the physical asset, which is the car, and then you also have the paper asset, which is the note for the most part, right? Same thing with houses, same thing with commercial buildings, all of this stuff. So um, a lot of people don't think in that manner, and they don't see um, mortgages, you know, things like this that are actual assets that can be bought, sold, traded, things like that. So, um, you know, if you get a chance, check that one out. But basically the impetus of it was, listen, you know, go driving down your street today, going to work or coming back from work or wherever the hell you're going and look to your left and to your right. And you're going to see houses. You're going to see commercial buildings and you're going to see car washes and you're going to see uh, gas stations and everything else like this. Well, though there's two sides to that, right? And that was just what you guys didn't talk about. You've got the physical asset and you also have the, a lot of the times, not all the time, but a lot of the times you also are going to have a paper mortgage on that. So there's actually, whenever you create a mortgage, a note, promissory note, things like this, what that does is that is making basically an asset out of thin air. Whenever you can do that, that is a commodity that can be bought, sold, and traded. So today we're going to talk about a little bit about that on the level that I like to play with when it comes to raw land and what we're about to dive into real heavy with one of the silos that we're going to be talking about. So I'm going to talk about three different things, not today, but three different kind of silos that I'm personally working on myself and hopefully they'll kind of help you out in the next year or two or whatever, as, as the world kind of changes with us. So first I'm sure you've always, y'all all heard this, but there's a quote from Archimedes that says, give me a lever long enough and a fulcrum on which to place it and I shall move the world. So what I think of whenever I, whenever I read that, I think about interest and I think about time and when it comes to notes and so it's one of those things where you can be on the right side of time and interest or you can be on the wrong side what we're going to talk about today is being on the right side of time and interest so um if you want to there is a and this is something that i use all the darn time it's just kind of fun there's an app called carl's K-A-R-L-S, Carl's Mortgage Calculator. That's an app. I don't remember if it costs any money or not. And then you've also got your 10-B-I-I calculator that you can use as well, financial calculator. But the Carl's Calculator is a uh, mortgage calculator. It's just a real fun, easy easy tool to use. So um, anyway, basically, you know, we're going to harp back on to the sub $100,000 properties that are better properties, but banks don't lend on. Okay. We're not talking about the $2,000 properties in Castilla County. 
We're not talking about any of that. We're not talking about doing three-year notes. We're talking about 20 to 30-year notes. Okay. That's where I'm going and that's where I will continue to go. Just actually working on one right now. Um, it was a $24,000 purchase price. That was a $75,000 sale price and doing an owner finance on that. So um, we'll get into the actual real numbers of that deal and we'll talk about it and see, see if you are interested in, in moving that way or not. Pros and cons. Pros. Um, much easier to sell than some cash areas, right? I like the areas that I like to work in are hard to find cash buyers sometimes. Okay. Southeast Colorado, Northern Arizona, uh, you know, even, even particular spots in Texas and Oklahoma, um, you know, but I like bigger lots and I cannot lie. Um, and then also better lots. So the thing with that is the more you pay for it, the longer it takes you to get your rate of return back sometimes. Right. <laughs> we'll talk about that too. But what I'm what I'm going to be sharing now are, are some some real world numbers that we're putting together right now. That's getting a deal done that I've got out in Yavapai County, and this is a 36 acre lot with really good access and really good um, views for for the desert. It's got power, um, things like that. And so, what I was able to do is I sent out unsolicited offers, just like we talk about, right? Come in with price, sent out offers, ended up buying it for. $25,260, but I just rounded it to 25000 Okay. So you're going to take that. And then what I'm doing is I sold it for 75000 with a 10% down. Okay. Some people are able to get all their money out on the down payment. That is wonderful. Does it happen all the time? Absolutely not. Does it happen most of the time? Absolutely not. At least in the areas that I like to work. Will it work in Oklahoma or Tennessee or Missouri or whatever? Hell if I know, but probably. So, so, so I've got my $25,000 all in. That's counting closing costs and all that other stuff. And I've got a $7,500, right? 75,000, 10%, 7,500 down. So now my basis in this property is 17,500 bucks. Okay. I'm doing a 10%. So the leftover. Uh, principal is $67,500. I'm doing 10% interest over 30 years. That is $592.36. I am adding a 20 buck a month service fee. And then they're also going to be paying, uh, there's a $300 HOA that they're paying out of their own pocket. Or actually, well, it, it, we're, we're adding we're adding that to the deal, but I don't consider that profit. So that'll be like, whatever that is, it's like 630 bucks a month. Okay. When you look at that over a 30 year term, your total interest that you're going to make off of a $75,000 purchase, but really $17,500 basis is you're going to make $145,000, 145, 741. And your total payments that you're going to make off of the entire deal, if they go to 30 years, is going to be $213,249,000. Well, that's great, Trevor. But how long does it take me to get my money back? I need my money back. It's my money and I want it now. Well, here's the deal. 
counting your down payment, you're going to have on the total 25,000 bucks, you're going to have a 60% ROI year one, right? That's counting the down payment and your, your 12 months of payments on top of that. At that deal, you're making about 7,500 bucks a year, give or take in payments. So it's going to take you about two and a half years to get all of your money out of that deal. So then you're going to have 27.5 years of payments available. I don't know about you, but I live a pretty, pretty affordable lifestyle, even with two kids and all this other stuff. And at 600 bucks a month, I don't know, you know, let's say, get our handy dandy calculator out here. So 20, Yeah, you gotta do 20 of those. 20 of those. You're making 12,500 bucks a month. And yes, we'll talk about how to find other money and do other things like that. But like 20 of those is not hard, especially in a year. Right, guys? Like, and I'm buying one for every four to 500 offers I'm sending. And that's on the kind of the high side. So let's say I'm going to send out 60,000 offers because I just bought 60,000 deals from actually at 30,000, but I'll end up doing 60,000 over the next year. So 60,000 divided by, let's say high side, 500. That's 120 deals times 600. That's $72,000 a month. Obviously, you're going to have some cost there, right? But even if you only make half of that, right? What if you're giving half of it to investors and then you hypothecate into a bank or something like that? Ain't bad wages, man. Ain't bad wages. You know? Um, I still think it's the... I don't know if it's the easiest way. It's the best way that I know to this side of buying a bigger track, subdivide it, and then owner financing it, right? I know that there's guys out there that use bank financing and then we wrap them with owner financing and that's something that we're talking about doing right now. However, what I was just, you know, what we were talking about with that Archimedes deal and everything is like, I want you to start thinking about being on the other side of time and interest, right? I want you to think about now you can use those levers and the compound effect over time and interest, right? <laughs> In your favor. I don't want you to pay the bank. I want you to be the freaking bank, right? And there's lots more to go into that and everything else, but I'm not here to give you a full course on everything. But I did want to talk to you about real numbers, right? So on $2,500 $25,000 investment, you're making $213,000 in payments over the top life of that 30 years. Will it go to a full 30? Nope. More than likely not. However, there's going to be two things that happen. You either get paid off and you make your money. And here's the beautiful thing about it. 
when you send a promissory note, you get paid their interest first, right? What that allows you to do is that allows them not to buy down hardly any of the principal the first few years. So a $67,500 you know, note in five years, is the principals are going to be pretty close to $63,500, you know, $63, and I've already made $20,000 off of them in interest. Ain't a bad way. Um, you know, if they don't pay, they pay you off. Or in our wonderful, wonderful niche, they're going to call you. Or, or a lot of times they'll just shoot you an email saying, hey, I don't want to make these payments anymore. Or I can't make these payments anymore. Can you can you just take it back? Yep. Just a one-page little hitter saying, I give up my rights, blah, blah, blah. And then you guess what you get to do? You get to sell it again. Here's the beautiful thing about it. Over time, because the real estate is a, a hedge against inflation, the prices are going to continue to go up. So the value of your property actually went up. Plus you get to sell it again for another down payment and you get to start the clock over again on a 30 year note. I mean, I'm not a smart man, but I know what profit is. So anyway, just wanted you to think about that. Think about some different ways of, of kind of looking at the land business especially as we're coming into this into this market and the way that things are going. So have a wonderful, wonderful day. Um, I am going to be in Woodland Park, Colorado next week, enjoying the cool weather and fly fishing. So you won't have anything probably for me, but I may drop another one or two for y'all this week. Thanks.